You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here with you on a Monday as we talk the world of sports for the next couple of hours and certainly a lot to get into this afternoon. Hope you enjoyed the weekend. Back at it here on a Monday and plenty to talk about from college football. What we saw, Iowa State goes on the road, beats a top 25 team for the third straight time. Great performance out of Brock Purdy and the Cyclones. They get the win over Oklahoma State. Iowa goes on the road for the first time this year. They get a victory over Minnesota. We will get into that. NFL, we got the 5-0 Kansas City Chiefs here. Plenty on the NFL and a whole lot more here today as we get you home from 4 until 6 o'clock. Also, a little programming note. If you you know, are out and about over the lunch hour, might want to flip on the radio Tomorrow afternoon, about 12.45 or so, myself and Ken Miller, as we're with you each and every day, I have a big announcement uh, we are going to bring to you. A little changing going on with what we're doing, more local programming here on 1700, and more to come as the week unfolds. We will get you up to date on everything we have going on here at 1700. Certainly very excited about potential changes, some moving some things around, and going to be, I-, I think, a lot of fun for the listeners out there and keep bringing you the local programming that we had to go along with our national programming and and some more bits and pieces to that. The Westwood One coverage, we'll have Monday Night Football again for you here this evening and a few other things we're working on down the road. But 12.45 tomorrow, stop by myself and Ken Miller over your lunch hour and we'll get you up to date on everything we have with some uh, shifting around of some different things and finding ways to bring you more local programming. That'll come up tomorrow. Before that, though, lots to get into, as mentioned. Coming up today, the guest list joining me this afternoon. It'll start off at 420. Alex Halstead's going to be by from CycloneAlert.com. We'll talk with Alex about what he saw in Stillwater over the weekend as Iowa State gets victory at number two. And uh, now certainly changing the thought process, I think, for this Iowa State team, what they can be, and get into Brock Purdy. After that, we'll talk Hawkeyes with Steve Batterson from the Quad City Times. Steve will be stopping by at about 4.40 this afternoon. Jimmy B will begin the 5 o'clock hour with him, and then Wolfgang will stop by here at about 5.20 or so this afternoon. But let's get into it, and uh, some thoughts and some notes from over the weekend. As we talked about last week, I was on the road. I made my way up to Minneapolis, up bright and early, Oh, got home. Now, Friday was crazy because had to shift some things around because we had an early start time with our game of the week a week ago in the matchup between Johnston and Indianola. They moved it up because of the thunderstorms. That was going to be a 5 o'clock start. Got there, got set up, ready to roll, and there's a thunderstorm, and they have to push it back. So we actually got started at 6 o'clock. That was fine. We made it work. Got everything done there. Thought I was going to get home real early. Got home at a decent time, but the anticipation, getting to hang out in Minneapolis for a while, have a good time. Didn't get much sleep. A little less than three hours sleep. The alarm goes off at 3.30, and... I was up and on the road, and, uh, well, by 8 a.m., got to Minneapolis, cracked my first beer, and it was uh, a lot of grain belts throughout Saturday. So I saw the Iowa game in person, got to come back yesterday, was able to go back, watch the Iowa State game, saw the highlights on Saturday evening, and saw Brock Purdy. But now going back to, to what I saw from him, and 
the dynamic ability that he has as a runner. It just it adds so much to the Iowa State offense and what they're able to do. The Cyclones had, I don't want to say hit the skids, it just there was a lull in that offense. And as good as the defense is for Iowa State, and you saw what they did against Justice Hill. I mean, that guy is a dynamic running back. He's got a good offensive line. And Iowa State completely bottled him up. But the offense wasn't, they weren't carrying their weight. And those Zeb Nolan up until the TCU game, I thought, had played pretty well. Certainly reasonably well against Oklahoma. And in the victory against Akron, you're still waiting for more. Oh, maybe that more wasn't ever going to be there. Zeb Nolan is not a true dual threat. That's what Brock Purdy is. Purdy has the ability with his legs to change it and change the dynamic of that offense. And though they didn't have David Montgomery, you saw it in better ability to run the football. The dynamic touchdown run with the fake little pass on that option play out to the left side. He rumbles in from 29 yards. Iowa State looked the way for most of that football game. I think most everybody anticipated they were going to look like all season long. And now with West Virginia in front of them. West Virginia is good. West Virginia is much better than I anticipated. Because I knew the offense was going to be dynamic. I knew they were going to be able to score points. But for West Virginia, my question and the reason I wasn't buying the hype of them being the first or second best team in the conference this season is because of what happens on the other side of the football. I thought there was going to be too many hiccups for this team to be 10-2 and or better. I just couldn't envision that happening. West Virginia does look like they have a defense to go along with it. Now, West Virginia's season, though this game with Iowa State is huge, look at the way it finishes up in November. West Virginia goes to Texas, comes home for TCU, on the road again to Oklahoma State, and then wraps up with a huge one with Oklahoma coming to town on Black Friday. That is how it is set up for West Virginia late. But in order to get to that spot with expectations and with realistic scenario of them playing in the Big 12 title game, they can't afford a loss here to Iowa State. They can't afford a loss after their bye week to Baylor. To get that set up in that way, because that stretch is incredibly difficult. And Texas, are they back? Are they the team that many people thought they were going to be very quickly under Tom Herman? They're certainly heading the right path. I mean, game one against Maryland aside, Texas, what they did against Oklahoma, went a long, long way. But for Iowa State and their perspective, and now what it becomes... Now, just a week ago, we were talking about, can this team get to bowl eligibility? Can they get to the requisite six games, six victories, and get it done? And with an incarnate word at the end, all right, there's a victory. But you're searching. And it felt like they had to find a way to get a victory in one of these games. Well, now with the victory already in hand at Oklahoma State, West Virginia win, and you're, you're having a completely different conversation. Great win out of the Cyclones. As mentioned, three straight wins over teams ranked in the top 25 on the road. That's an incredible accomplishment for anybody, and certainly for Iowa State and Matt Campbell. And the questions that were there about, is Matt, Matt Campbell maybe bit off more than he can chew, calling the plays along with being the head coach? I think we put that one aside. Uh, he certainly answered the bell in a big, big way, and Brock Purdy, a big reason for that. Another great element of that story is what we saw then yesterday from Zeb Nolan. Zeb Nolan's a talented guy. And Zeb Nolan, you look at the numbers that he has put up this season. They've been excellent. You know, completion percentage well over 60%. Touchdown-interception ratio at 4-1. to one. 
Normally you see a guy doing something like that, and you would anticipate, as a sophomore, the guy's just suddenly going to be out of work. 722 yards, 63.6% of his passes, four touchdowns, one interception. Then Brock Purdy comes in, goes 18-23 for 318, 4-1 himself in one game, along with the running ability, changes the narrative. Zeb Nolan very easily could have sulked, could have gone into a hole and figured out, where am I going to end up? This guy's a sophomore, and a sophomore with still a lot of ability. But he comes out on Twitter, congratulates his teammate, and I think it shows you the culture that Matt Campbell has created at Iowa State. Incredibly impressive. We'll talk Cyclones a little bit more coming up here with Alex Halstead. Over to the Hawkeyes and their victory as Iowa gets it done over the Gophers 48-31. to Plenty of good things in this one. Nate Stanley continues to play at a high level. There were a couple of hiccups in there. The interception late in the first half was about as bad as you're going to find a quarterback make. But it feels like Nate Stanley is gaining more and more confidence as the season goes on. It was a slow start against Northern Illinois, against Iowa State. Since then, two 300-yard games. One against UNI, one here against Minnesota, in between against Wisconsin. Played reasonably well in that game, 14-23 for 256 and a couple of touchdowns. Nate Stanley is continuing to evolve as a quarterback and continues to add more to this offense and what he can do. Now, win's great. 48-31, you go on the road for the first time in a season, you're feeling good about that, but injuries are starting to pile up now for this Iowa Hawkeye team. Defensively, comes out today. The Jack Hockaday, not listed had that big knee brace on, maybe not as bad as originally anticipated. That looked like certainly a chance to be a season-ender. Doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. We'll find out more tomorrow when Kirk Ferentz talks to the media over there. But Imani Jones, his backup who came in and I thought played really well. You go back to game number one against Northern Illinois, and we talked about it a lot obviously back then. Imani Jones, it looked like the spotlight was too big for him. He wasn't ready to be in that role. Instead, he came out there, he did his job, he was making plays, but late in the game, he was ejected. Targeting call, ejected from the game, and because of that, he has to sit out the first half of the game next week at Indiana. Where do you turn? We've seen Christian Welch all over the place. He was at middle linebacker for a while, then he went out to the will, outside, he has been all over. Do you turn there? Is it a possibility that we see... Barrington Wade, a little bit more. Do you, so many different directions this can go. And, and one of the craziest things to see is what happened with Amani Hooker. Amani Hooker comes out, a safety, and he's playing outside linebacker for the Hawkeyes. Now the depth chart does not release, uh, did, does not have that in the release from today. Still has Hooker listed as a starting strong safety. But they moved Geno Stone over. He played the other safety spot. Hooker came down. It's a walking wounded unit. And against Indiana, going to have to be buttoned up. The game against Indiana is going to be more difficult, I think, than what they saw against the Gophers. I think Indiana is just a better football team. And because of that, the couple with the environment and two straight road games, I was going to have to play, I think, even better to get the victory that they did. And how about the true freshman? At the cornerback spot. I cannot remember. Now, targets in general, where you see the actual number of targets thrown at a different player, this isn't something that goes back 
30, 40, 50 years. We don't have a lot of historical evidence for this, but I certainly cannot remember a time where a cornerback was targeted 17 times as Riley Moss was. Riley Moss, true freshman from Ankeny Centennial, an incredible athlete. This is a guy that nationally was known as one of the best hurdlers in the country. But he was a guy that was down on the Iowa list. You got one side, Julius Brents. Highly rated, highly regarded. He played well, and you can see it. On the other side, you got a guy that looked like he was going to join the program as a gray shirt candidate before scholarship opened up and he was brought in, and they're both out there as the starting cornerbacks in the game. Moss was targeted a lot, 17 times as mentioned, but you saw the improvement go on throughout the game. Two interceptions, hats off to Riley Moss. Loved watching him in high school and playing well for the Hawkeyes. And uh, we'll see. Speaking of those injuries, what happens? Matt Hankins has a cast on that hand, wrist injury, hand injury, whatever it is. Is he going to be able to make it a go? What about Michael Ojemudia? We found out Saturday morning he wasn't going to be able to go, or at least go at a full-time capacity. Got the job done. They're better than Indiana. Point spread says that. But there's a lot more that goes into the game than just a point spread. I think we all know that. More Hawkeye talk coming up. Steve Batterson, as mentioned, he'll be joining us here at 440. And we'll get into some NFL a little bit later on. Plenty to get into with the Chiefs. Another victory for them. How about the Vikings and that victory over Philadelphia? Wasn't exactly a thing of beauty, but the victory for Minnesota. The Vikings stay in the race in the NFC North, and we'll talk some more NFL coming up in just a little bit. Quick time out here, coming back on the other side. We're talking Cyclones. Alex Halstead joins us from CycloneAlert.com as we continue on. Trey Conan with you on a Monday. Back with more in a moment. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Cameras are everywhere, so why not stall some around your home? I recommend Maximus brand. They have floodlights and porch lights with a camera and motion sensor. Easy installation. You can even talk live to the person at your door, plus HD video. Maximus, available at Costco. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car broke down. Instead, call an audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. <laughs> Touchdown! Absolute Auto Repair. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. 
800-259-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing. Napa know-how. This month, a two-pack of Napa Night Vision headlamps is up to $10 off. Because with fall comes longer nights and poor overall visibility. Luckily, our headlamps have superior illumination, which helps reduce the chance of an accident. See better, drive safer with up to $10 off a two-pack of Napa Night Vision headlamps. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer ends 10 18 The Heritage Carousel will continue to be open to the public on Saturdays and Sundays through mid-October. The carousel opened in 1998 and rides for $0.50 for kids. Rides today are still just $0.50 for kids. For more information on times, days, and how to rent the carousel, please go to our website at heritagecarousel.org or find us on Facebook. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Trevor House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. 
TC back with you here on a Monday edition as we talk the world of sports. Time to get into the Iowa State Cyclones as they pick up the win on the road against Oklahoma State, 48-42. to Joining us from CycloneAlert.com, it is Alex Halstead. Alex, good to talk again. Sounds like, uh, though the trip went well in terms of the Cyclone perspective, not the easiest for you to get back, huh? Yeah, the, the, the delays and cancellations did not happen Saturday for me. They they waited till Sunday had a flight cancel Sunday morning, and then uh, that flight that got rebooked got delayed. But made it back and uh, had a lot of stories uh, to write this weekend. So what was it? I mean, just sitting in the airport for hours and hours? Did you at least know beforehand you could hang out in the hotel a little bit longer? How bad was it for you? Yeah, they canceled the one, you know, on the drive back from Stillwater to Oklahoma City probably about 10 p.m. the night before, and then the delay happened at the airport, but it, it wasn't too bad. I, I wrote another Brock Purdy story, and uh, <laughs> it kind of started looking ahead to West Virginia. There's going to be plenty of stories uh, written, I believe, about the young man and uh, the performance that he put together for Iowa State. Let's start right there. First of all, we've seen him uh, play a little bit you know, beforehand, and we saw him play a couple of series up until this point, but goes in for that second series, and the rest is history. A, how surprised were you to see him out there and, and grab the reins like he did and, and to be able to stay in the football game the whole time? Yeah, uh, so, you know, obviously interesting because, like you said, we'd seen him two snaps against Akron, and, and Matt Campbell said after the game Saturday that, that that Akron thing was kind of, you know, he wanted to kind of get him into a game before he ever really fully flexed, was playing. And he said with Purdy, he wanted to always set him up for success. He didn't want to put him in a situation where he was going to, you know, be in a tight spot or a difficult spot. And so they went into Saturday's game, you know, with the plan that Zeb Nolan would start and Purdy would for sure come in on the second play or a second series and then, um, or second drive. And then they would go from there. And I wasn't shocked to see him play before the game, you know, earlier in the, the morning, I'd heard that, you know, Purdy was probably going to play some Saturday. I did not know how much. Um, but I was surprised, obviously, what he did, you know, to come in and, and play and then, you know, play so well that they didn't even put Zeb back in um, is crazy enough. And then he goes, you know, 18 of 23 for 318 yards, four touchdowns, rushes for 84 yards on the ground and another touchdown. It just changed the offense quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, shocking is probably the best word. Alex, this is a guy that certainly has a ton of talent. Alabama was offered him late in the recruiting process. Texas A&M. Take us back to that time period as you follow a lot of recruiting at CycloneAlert.com and how it all played out, him ultimately deciding to become a Cyclone. Yeah, so Iowa State offered him on January 11th, and obviously that was right out of the dead period or was right coming out of the dead period. They offered him so that they could go see him that next Monday and you know begin to make the push for him in, in the less than a month before that signing day. And you know, what I was saying, I told him was, hey, we, we've seen you play before. You know, they, they had watched him the previous spring with another kid they offered from his high school. And they wanted him, but they had already had Real Mitchell. Then they decided they were going to take two quarterbacks, and they offered him on January 11th. And I remember talking to him that day, and, um, you know, Matt Campbell had talked to him for quite a while, then Tom Manning, and then the offensive coordinator talked to him for quite a while. And at the time, his, his upcoming visit and his main offer was UCF. You know, he was going to go visit UCF, and that was the main offer that Iowa State offers, and all of a sudden things picked up. Um, you know, Alabama offered, uh, Texas A&M, Boise State, um, you know, I think Illinois, Arizona State wanted them late. Uh, but it really came down to Iowa State, Alabama, UCF, and Texas A&M. 
And, you know, obviously, obviously it caught him on, on National Signing Day. It's kind of crazy. I was looking back today trying to see, see kind of what I wrote. And uh, the Thursday before signing day, uh, he had in-home visits that day for the final time with Iowa State, Alabama, and Texas A&M. And now nine months later, you know, he didn't start the game, but basically played a full game at quarterback for them. Now coming up this week, it's West Virginia coming to town. The Mountaineers undefeated. We know they can score, and it looks like that defense has made some big improvements. There'll be no jumping up here, but help us out with the decision here. You were there uh, on the teleconference earlier today. What Matt Campbell had to say, Kyle Kemp working his way back. Yeah, so Matt Campbell said Kyle Kemp was out of practice a little bit Sunday. It's kind of normally their, their lighter day, but... But Kemp has been working his way back slowly. He's kind of gotten rid of the brace. He's at least been back at practice. And it sounds like Sunday he did something. You know, I don't think he's maybe full-fledged back, but he is out there. And so that's kind of the next step. Campbell said that if Kemp's not ready to go, Brock Purdy will be the starter. So it's not like it's a, you know, deciding between Purdy and Nolan and Kemp. It's, it's either Kyle Kemp or Brock Purdy. And I think it's you know, pretty likely that it's going to be Brock Purdy. I don't see Kyle Kemp playing this week. Um, whether he dresses or not, I don't know, but I still think it's probably Brock Purdy's game. And then I think the big question is going to come after that bye week. You know, when they get to October 27th against Texas Tech, you know, Kyle Kemp, that would be another two weeks, you know, should be ready to be able to play. And then you really have a decision. Um, and I think that decision could be, could be made a little bit this weekend. You know, if, if Purdy does what he did last week, it's going to be kind of hard not to start him uh, against Texas Tech. Um, if she comes down a little bit, maybe it makes the decision a little easier to go to Kemp after the bye week. But this week, I think it's going to be Purdy, and then I think their big decision really comes after the bye week and going into Texas Tech. He adds a different layer to this offense and a running ability, and we saw that. The beautiful touchdown run with a little fake on, on the option play, keeping himself and going in for it. But it seems like it's just more than a guy that has the athletic ability to run that zone option, the read option well. Purdy seems like he's got a little a little swagger to his game. Would that be fair? Yeah, and Matt Campbell talked about that a little bit afterward, just some of the confidence that he has. And I think part of that confidence comes from, you know, he, he comes from a high school that ran a similar offense. You know, last year um, at Perry High School, um, he passed for more than 4,000 yards, rushed for more than 1,000 yards. They did a lot of run-pass options. Uh, but also times when he was sitting in the pocket, you know, more like a pro-style quarterback and make throws. And so – um, he's Arizona Gatorade Player of the Year last year, you know, putting those numbers up. But I think he's got a lot of confidence from that and a lot of confidence because, you know, yes, he's a freshman. He hasn't been on campus all that long, only since early June. But the playbook has been similar, and so he's been able to pick things up fast. And that, that is right. You know, he does open up, I think, the running game. You know, I think the running backs combined for 75 yards on 17 carries, and I think some of that becomes or came from them having to respect Purdy a little bit. And then – you know, he, he made some high-level throws at times, too, where, you know, other than the one interception, you know, for the most part, he kind of made the right reads. And that interception, Matt Campbell said he came to the sideline uh, and told Hakeem Butler right away, hey, I should have thrown it to your side. Um, I won't make that mistake again. So I think even when he threw the interception, he knew right away that, you know, he, he had made the wrong read. Talking right now with Alex Halstead as we take a look back at Iowa State's 48-42 win over Oklahoma State. Find all Alex's work at CycloneAlert.com. Alex, from uh, what we saw, and we talked a little bit about going forward defensively, I, I thought a great game plan completely shutting down the the uh, the running game of Oklahoma State and Justice Hill. Another great performance by that front from Iowa State. Yeah, it's, 
it's interesting with Haycock. That's the one thing that we've kind of learned is he'll switch the game plan up completely week to week. You know, against TCU, they kind of played this bend but don't break type of style and kind of would clamp down a little bit in the red zone. Um, this week they just brought pressure, and we don't see that all the time from Iowa State. And, you know, the defensive line had only two sacks, but I think you're right in that of the seven sacks, a lot of that comes because of the pressure that the offense or the defensive line was able to get. You know, there were times I think they were double-teaming Jaquan Bailey, and he still still got a sack, and I think another tackle for a loss. You know, that defensive line, I think part of the, you know, the strength of it so far has been their ability to rotate guys in and out and keep some of those guys fresh in these high-play games. So um, defensively, you know, they give up six touchdowns, but I think I think the, the performance is a little bit better than just the straight point total. You know, one of the touchdowns came on a 23-yard field after they fumble on the punt, um, and then you know the, the desperation one at the end I think is one that, you know, Brian Peavy would like back. But all in all, you know, they really played well, especially in the third quarter, I think, you know, four or five drives they forced a punt or uh, a turnover, you know, to start that second half. So the defense, I think, kind of played into it a little bit. But like you said, they took away Justice Hill and, and made them make plays to the air. As you look forward here, and we talked about a couple weeks ago, Alex, going into the three-game stretch at TCU, Oklahoma State, and then the West Virginia home game, felt like they had to at least get a win here to feel confident going forward. Now that they have this win, playing with some house money against West Virginia this week. What are your expectations uh, with the Mountaineers coming to town? It feels like a similar game in a lot of ways. You know, I don't think West Virginia's been running the ball a lot, and I think they're going to be similar to Oklahoma State where they're going to take a lot of shots down the field. Oklahoma State, I think, ended up with seven plays of 20-plus yards, and, and that's kind of the style I expect from West Virginia. But you know, you are right. I think coming into the stretch, it felt like I had to win one. You know, If they could be at least two and four midseason, you look at the back after schedule, they're probably going to be favored in four or five of the final six games. It sets them up to be bowl eligible. But if they can somehow steal this game, obviously, like you said, kind of house money, that really sets you up to have a, a the season that I think fans were hoping for and, and had some expectations for before the season where maybe people, instead of talking about six or seven, are talking about seven or eight. And so this is kind of the game that you maybe steal, so to speak. So I think Iowa State can be competitive. The, the initial line was four and a half points. Uh, favoring West Virginia, I was kind of surprised about that, about that. I think it's jumped up, you know, since about six and a half points. But I think Iowa State's defense has proven that it can give them a chance in every game, and you know, the the renewed offense a little bit, you know, makes you think that they can stick with West Virginia and, and have a shot late in that game. Um, I am interested to kind of see how West Virginia responds and and tries to take some of what some of what Brock Purdy can do away. Running game without David Montgomery, pretty good. I, I thought you saw some good things from Kenny Nwangu. Sheldon Crony had his moments in the game. What's the latest on David Montgomery and your thoughts overall at the running back position? Yeah, so Montgomery, they said he practiced a little bit last week. I don't know if he was really practicing other than probably being at practice, but it sounds like he's getting closer. I asked Matt Campbell today, I said, you know, does the bye week play into this at all? Where, you know, if, you, if he doesn't play this week, that gives him a full extra week to really be ready for the, the home stretch and the, the final six games of the season. He said, they don't really think about it that way, and I think that's probably right. You know, when you're playing the number six team in the country, you'd like to have David Montgomery. So if he can play, Matt Campbell said he'll play, but they're still kind of you know, waiting on the trainers to give him the full, the full go. I think Montgomery would like to play, but I think they, they're also trying to be smart and realizing that you know, they have a, a big opportunity coming out of the, the bye week with Texas Tech, Kansas, and Baylor, where if they can win those, they put themselves in a good position. So I think they're kind of trying to weigh all that 
and, and make sure he's good. But I think, yeah, like you said, I think Kanae Nwangu is probably the highlight. Ten carries, um, 49 yards. You know, there were a couple times where he was kind of stuck and he kind of like played it like a kick returner where he still got something out of nothing. So um, the running game all in all I think was pretty good. Just like I said, 17 carries, 75 yards. That's, you know, 4.9 yards a carry. Um, and uh, Brock Purdy obviously, you know, supplemented that running game Saturday. Finally, the special teams. There were some uh, high and low moments, uh, fumble uh, off of, uh, what was it, Ruth, uh, that, that hit off him on a punt. But Corey Dunn, uh, going back and when I was watching it yesterday, was this his best game in a Cyclone uniform? Yeah, I want to say four of six were down inside the, the 20. We kind of saw something that they, they had kind of talked about a little bit where they, uh, I think they call it playing catch, and he punted it twice to Landon Akers. You know, so Landon Akers, obviously the receiver for Iowa State, that had a 55-yard catch. He, he sprints down the field, and when they're kind of close enough where they don't want it to go in the end zone, he, he directionally kicks it to Akers to catch. And they did a bit, that, that at the end of the game, and I think pinned Oklahoma State at the four-yard line. So I think he's starting to kind of hit his stride a little bit after that Iowa game. You know, since then he hasn't had a, a really bad shank. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's been some punts here and there that haven't been great, but he's pinned teams a lot inside the 20 uh, and had a couple that have flipped field position. And I think you know, this is a guy that's still got you know, two more years after this year, and that's something that people have to keep in mind sometimes is he's still relatively pretty inexperienced. That, that he is, and a guy that uh, came over from across the pond and looks like he is certainly finding his fo- footing at the D1 level. Alex, out of time for this week. I know basketball got media day right around the corner. In fact, when is media, uh, media day? Yep, Thursday. Iowa State will go. I think I saw Iowa was today, and now Iowa State goes Thursday, and then next Saturday they scrimmage. So uh, that, that time of year is already sneaking up, too. Going to be right around the corner. Looking forward to it. Thanks for your time, as always, Alex. Yep, talk to you later, Trent. There's Alex Halstead, CycloneAlert.com, joining us as he does each and every week as we take a look around what's happening with Iowa State football and basketball. Coming back on the other side, we go from the Cyclones to the Hawkeyes. Steve Batterson from the Quad City Times. He joins us next on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. We replaced our porch light with a Maximus security light. Maximus gives us instant notifications on our smartphone when someone's at our door. Even talk live with them from anywhere, anytime. Maximus was easy to install and keeps our family safe. Get your own Maximus security light at Costco. Well, for tonight, rain is almost a certainty, and there could be some locally heavy rain at that, a low near 64. Showers and thunderstorms around Tuesday, again, some locally heavy rain possible, a high near 74. The rain finally shuts off on Wednesday, but it will be colder with temperatures falling back into the 40s. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. You can't print invoices without ink. You can't print status reports, spreadsheets, or that report due in 12 minutes without ink. No, you can't print anything without ink. 
Luckily, Staples has a huge selection of ink and toner in stock and at great prices every day. And during Staples printing event, buy one HP ink cartridge and get a second 30% off. So stock up now because you can't afford to run out of ink. Ends 10 13 18. Restrictions may apply. See store associate or staples.com slash ink savings for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian roofer roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC, taking you up until 6 o'clock here this evening. We'll hear from Brinson. Coming up to kick off the 5 o'clock hour. And again, got some uh, changes we will be announcing here. More local programming on 1700. We'll tell you about that tomorrow. Uh, Myself and Ken Miller, about 1245. You want to tune in then. Right now, time to talk Iowa Hawkeyes. Just finish up with the Cyclone Perspective with Alex Halstead. Over the Hawkeyes is Steve Batterson from the Quad City Times. He joins us here today. Steve, what's a good word? Hey, good afternoon, Trent. Yeah, it's... uh football road trips and uh, and basketball media day it's uh, it's that time of year i'm a, i'm a little bit slow moving i was up there not as a media member i was up there as a a fan and i had one too many green belts i think over the weekend so it's been slow going for me here out of monday a little bit different when you're in that working capacity you can't be doing that same kind of thing that i was Absolutely not. It was it was strictly game face on yes. on Saturday for me. So well, good work there. We got Hawkeye basketball media day today. In fact, let's start right there. Fran McCaffrey looking at many of the quotes, uh, hearing from some different guys that were there today. It's a very simple question, you know, Steve. You go back to a year ago at this time, the expectations were very big for this Iowa basketball team, and they hugely disappointed. Four and fourteen in the Big Ten. And the reason was defense, and it's almost in a way difficult to talk about this Iowa basketball team because it's so simple. They have to be better defensively. It's where it starts. Uh, yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, they have five starters back. They've got ten letter winners back. Uh, you know, but for Iowa to be a better basketball team, they have to find a way to defend somebody, and that, that's where it starts. Uh, uh, Fran uh, says that he is he's come to, to see that light uh, upon. Uh, a review of last season, and uh, you know we'll see if it carries over to to the uh, the court. Although you know the, the objective of the game remains, as, as he put it, to to outscore people. So uh, we'll we'll see how committed Iowa is to defense. He, he mentioned that uh, you know rattled off a list of defenders that uh, ranked Joe Weiskamp uh, as, as third on the team in in terms of defense. And and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing that I, that an incoming freshman is your third best defender. So. Uh, you know, this is a team that, uh, you know, it has some growth to do uh, despite its experience. And, uh, you know, how much Iowa is able to grow, uh, the players coming back, it will make a big difference in terms of, of just where the season leads. There's a lot of guys, a lot of combinations that goes out there. Schematically, do you expect any changes there? Or are we talking defense more here in terms of effort? Do you think more pressing, more zone, more, I mean, is there anything that you could point to schematically that Fran was talking about, or is it just getting those guys to understand you got to be down in a stance and you got to be defending? I think it comes down to willingness and effort, and uh, I really do. I think they've tried a lot of diff- different defensive looks, uh, and nothing really seemed to stick uh, uh, with this group. And, and you know, it, it does. It comes down to, to simply, you know, want. Uh, do you want to be a good defender? 
Uh, do you want your game to be, uh, to that to be part of your game? And, and you know, for guys like, uh, you know, who are coming back, like Tyler Cook, uh, you know, uh, uh, Cordell Penzel, who, who uh, you know, has, has lost some weight and, and uh, gained some explosiveness in terms of his offensive ability, you got to turn that around on the other end of the court and be willing to get back and, and get in somebody's face and, and play some D. And, and uh, you know, I, that was something that I would, uh, particularly against Big Ten teams, was really, uh, you know, proved to be a struggle throughout the season last year. And, you know, if the Hawkeyes are going to turn this thing around, it's going to have to start on the defensive end of the floor. You know, uh, interesting story with Luca Garza. And I remember now, what, about a month ago, I guess, when we got the press release that. Luca Garza had surgery, and you hear some rumblings out there, but a nine-pound cyst removed from you, odd story, just it's something you don't anticipate hearing about a 19, 20-year-old you know, college athlete. But then the time getting back, any insight into that? I, I, I understand that's got to be you know a pretty big wound opening up there, but I don't know. It, to my perspective, it's just surprising that this is something that's going to take this long, and he might not be ready to go by that first game here a month from now. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, that potential certainly is there. I think they're going to take their time with this and make sure uh, everything is healed up, and that, that Luca is, uh, you know, 100% when he gets back out on the court. And and uh, you know, certainly Iowa needs him. Uh, they need his, his presence to uh, to effectively compete. And and uh, uh, but they want him to be healthy, uh, Luca Garza, because certainly we saw plenty of potential last year, and you know, he, he's going to be one of their stars this season. And for for him to uh, uh, you know, to not be healthy, uh, you know, to be at, at 75%, that's not what they need. They need him at full go. They do. Yeah, another big guy, young guy that we saw last year as a freshman is Jack Nunji. And there were times a year ago we saw them try to play with lineups and tinker and, and play him at the small forward position. Sounds like uh, they haven't completely kicked that, that to the curb, but he's more in that big role, in power forward, center, however you want to characterize it. That's the direction that they're heading. I think that's where he probably fits best, uh, especially when you when you you know you throw a throw a, a camp in the mix who can who can help you out on the wing a little bit. Um, I think that that's probably where Jack's future is at, and and I think you know the the sooner they they kind of lock into to one spot for him, I think probably the better. I, I think that's probably more comfort for him, and and probably as a team, it it puts him in a position where they're a little more. Uh, uh, settled and, and, and ready to, to get after knowing what roles might be. Talking with Steve Batterson from the Quad City Times, Iowa Basketball Media Day. One more on that front, and it's the point guard, Jordan Bohannon. Now he's going to have some help in the backcourt this year with the healthy Connor McCaffrey. But, Steve, when you look at what Bohannon was a year ago, we know about the offensive ability, but it goes back to the defense. He was dealing with that foot injury. How big of an impact was that with the plantar fasciitis is he at 100%? Is this something that's always going to be nagging for him? What do you know there? I think it's, it was a situation where I think it probably was more of a problem than he ever let on last year. Uh, the kid's a competitor, and I think that that's, uh, you know, that's, that's in the DNA. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that uh, it is something that he's going to have to be careful with. There's no question about that. It can be a lingering long-term kind of thing. Um, you know, we we saw that a, a few years ago with with Cole that, that it was a, a situation where it took some time and and uh, you know I would need the healthy Jordan Bohannon. Certainly, McCaffrey's going to help uh, in terms of of uh, giving uh, releasing a little pressure at the point, maybe allowing a, a couple of guys to be out there together and, and allowing Jordan to kind of 
have some freedom and to flow around in that offense a little bit. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see that plays out because he's pretty, he, he too will be a, a really important factor in terms of, of if, if this team can, can turn around that nasty 4-14 and record from last year in the conference. From basketball over to football, Steve, up in Minneapolis, the first road trip for this Hawkeye football team in 2018 and walk away with the victory. There were a few tense moments overall, but really felt, even with some of the mistakes that were in there, that Iowa really controlled this football game. Is it going to be more difficult this week with Indiana on tap next? Well, I think certainly I think Indiana is probably a little more capable than what Minnesota was. The thing with the Minnesota game was that I don't think anybody really ever felt like Minnesota, even though they, they pulled within seven a couple of times, I, there was still kind of this feeling that Iowa was kind of in control, and uh, in part because Iowa was moving the ball pretty pretty well against uh, against the Minnesota uh, secondary for sure, and uh, you know they had some receivers that really stepped up and and grew up a little bit, and that, and that was uh, that was big. Now Indiana presents a little bit of a different challenge, uh, you know, and part of that different challenge from Iowa's perspective is the fact that that linebacker spot is now a really uh, kind of a mucky situation for the Hawkeyes, but uh, with um, you know with Jack Hockaday being down, uh, apparently the injury isn't quite as, as uh, you know severe as, as maybe they anticipated or thought it might be. Uh, but the chances are he'll be out this week. Uh, that means that Christian Welch will move over to the middle spot. Uh, he's kind of become the floater at all three positions there. Uh, but with Imani Jones uh, having to sit out the first half following that targeting foul at, in the final minute, uh, it, it really lessens the, the depth that Iowa has there. Uh, they're currently listing Dylan Doyle, uh, true freshman, as, as the backup in, in the middle. Seth Benson makes his debut on the depth chart this week as the backup on the outside. Uh, my guess is they would probably would prefer to, to have neither on the field this week if they can avoid it. But uh, uh, it creates some issues against an Indiana team. It has one of the most uh, dynamic young running backs in, in the league. And in uh, Stevie Scott, uh, a freshman that uh, has kind of emerged on the scene, kid out of Syracuse, has uh, has a little girth with him. He's, he's about a 220-pound back, so he can he can move it a little bit and. Uh, you know, the good thing for Iowa is that the defense has been pretty solid in terms of stopping the run, but uh, uh, yeah, that's where we'll continue to start for the Hawkeyes. But the Indiana it always seems to be kind of a scary matchup for Iowa for whatever reason, uh, uh, and uh, it will be homecoming in Bloomington, so the, you know, the Hoosiers will be ready to go. And, and coming off of, of a loss to Ohio State, uh, uh, they're kind of in a situation where they not unlike what Iowa was in a week ago, they need a win. Steve, final thing for you, uh, for the second time in less than a year, Iowa pulls out a fake field goal in an odd-looking formation. Tell us what you know, the play they call Herky. Yeah, what a, what a terrific look that was. You know, it was kind of a throwback uh, in some ways. And, and the one thing that, that everybody we talked with on Saturday brought up is the fact that LeVar Woods is bringing a lot of this to the table. and. Uh, Lavar has some creativity in the, in the way he goes about things, and you know certainly the the snap uh, from from uh, you know the, the deep snap or Schubert to uh, to Hawkinson for the for the carry on on the uh, you know the play was initially a swinging gate look. Uh, uh, it, it catches people off guard. Uh, it really um, you know certainly Minnesota was not prepared to deal with it, and and you know thanks to a key block from from Sam Brinks, it worked. 
Uh, you know, and the worst thing that's going to happen there is, is you know, you don't hit the goal line and, and you're turning the ball over on, uh, you know, a, you know, yards away from, from from the goal. And, and so you're leaving somebody with a long field. So it, it's not, it wasn't the worst play in the world to try. And, and certainly uh, when it works, you look like a genius and it blows up on your face. Uh, oh, well, you tried something different. But, uh, uh, you know, it certainly uh, caught Minnesota off guard. Um, at a time in the game when, uh, um, you know, Iowa was kind of looking to kind of regain control and and uh, rattle a young team. And I think it did have that effect to a degree. Steve, enjoy Bloomington this weekend, back-to-back road trips, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much. Hey, you bet. My pleasure. And that's Steve Batterson, Quad City Times. You see his articles on the Hawkeyes all across the state with Elite Enterprises outfits and does a great job. That is Steve Batterson joining us here today. We got one hour in the book, still one more to go. Jimmy B will be stopping by to begin the hour, then Wolfgang going to drop in. We'll talk plenty of Hawkeyes and Cyclones with him. Taking up until 6 o'clock tonight, we're back with more in a moment. And an update as a base hit from Atlanta. They have jumped out and taken the lead 2-1 to over the Dodgers. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you are selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at CharterhouseIowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's CharterhouseIowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
see who's at your door from anywhere on your phone, even after dark, with Maximus Security Lights. Talk live with them and get HD video of all the activity at your door. Download and share. Keep your family safe and home secure with Maximus Security Lights at Costco. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. You can't print invoices without ink. You can't print status reports, spreadsheets, or that report due in 12 minutes without ink. No, you can't print anything without ink. Luckily, Staples has a huge selection of ink and toner in stock and at great prices every day. And during Staples printing event, buy one HP ink cartridge and get a second 30% off. So stock up now because you can't afford to run out of ink. Ends 10, 13, 18. Restrictions may apply. See store associate or staples.com slash ink savings for details. Get to Macy's Columbus Day Sale and save 20 to 65% with our lowest prices of the season on select furniture, mattress sets, and rugs. Like the Maya Leather Sofa, lowest price $799. Tribeca Queen Bed, lowest price $289. Macy Bed by Serta Basics, Queen Two-Piece Set, lowest price $247. Get our lowest prices of the season now through October 8th at Macy's. Savings off sale prices exclusions apply. Sale ends October 8th. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa.